Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Dan. I'm running solo again this week. Tom is getting ready to head down to Disney with the famous Dan Zare and also famous Corey Club. They are heading to the Star Wars Hotel, actually. They're getting in with... <laughs> they are running a... like a. They're meeting fans there, which is pretty cool. So they're a little sad that it's, it's closing, but they're able to get this in before that. So we were kind of that's I think they're pretty excited to go. So again, you get the you get the B list here with me. I'm not the interviewer that uh, that that Tom is. He, as you know, worked in radio and can just kind of make things blend. So this may be heavily heavily edited. We're just gonna see. So I am here with one of my oldest friends. This is Rob Schultz. Hello. <laughs> How are we doing? I was thinking. I forgot to tell you uh, this. I'm 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 kind of springing this on you. Uh, we've known each other since November of 1985. 1985 is a song by Bowling for Soup. No, that's 84. <laughs> Damn, it was close. Uh, and we've been friends yeah. since January or February of 1986. It was cold. Yes. Wherever, whenever the Rova Jazz Festival was held. That's when, that's when I finally passed muster and was... was considered acceptable <laughs> because we were in charge of of guarding the band room during this festival and yes. do you remember that oh 100 percent. i i'm agreeing because my memory is not good but i do recollect this quite clearly yes and we and, played war yes we did and i cheated <laughs> <laughs> so war is the single card game high high, high card <laughs> I did have a tendency to look at the bottom and perhaps deal from that from time <laughs> to time. And I think Dan, it actually, he's a very uh, upright kind of person still. I think it hadn't occurred to him that a person would cheat at war. <laughs> Not that it was technically that interesting, but it happened. That is that is yeah. nice, nice spin to that. I Gullible might be a better... Uh, I was kind of tiptoeing around that, uh, <laughs> sheltered, perhaps, but you know. sheltered would work too. Yes. So <laughs> after that, yes, friends. So we yes. have, uh, yeah, kind of gone through life together, one form or another. We were in a band together, garage band, for a, band. a while, and yes, yes, even had one paying gig, and we did. <laughs> we have one private album, which will be sought after for years to come. Uh, <laughs> I did. Yes, I should have mentioned that too. That is that is very true. <laughs> But since this is a D&D podcast, Rob... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember now. Rob is a, a participant in the dads and kids D&D group that I'm a part of. And I'm well. certainly not one of the children, so I'm one of the <laughs> oldsters. <laughs> yes. So we, I wanted to have you on because I've, I've titled this in my mind, uh, Dungeons & Dragons from the Perspective of a Reluctant Convert. That is very accurate. Sounds very yes. yeah. Sounds I'm I'm going for the sort of high tone. There's an arc to the story. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so you were you were 
I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'm going to yep. let you tell it. But yep. yes, it, from my perspective watching you, it it took a while for yeah. you to decide. I'm going to engage. I don't do that. I'm reluctant to do that in most scenarios. Not because <laughs> of D&D or Dan. Just a personality trait. <laughs> well, and again, you and I kind of talked, and, and we'll get into a few of these things, but mm-hmm. you know, you are are way more sort of locked into you know sort of the video game world as oh, well. Oh, totally, yes. And yes. so I, I'll be curious to know, and I'm assuming there is some crossover, but maybe not, maybe not as much as yeah, you know, some other other possibilities so well let's go ahead and jump in uh as we do with with guests we'd like to know sort of your D story so yep. how did you first get involved in the game yeah so i won't you know lie down on the couch and share all my feelings but um <laughs> D D to me is a fantasy game so my relationship and love with fantasy writing was in fourth grade i read the hobbit Changed my view of the universe. I'm, I'm a pretty hardcore sci-fi guy, but The Hobbit and Tolkien have a huge impact on hmm. what I enjoy thinking about. And so that's how I fell in love with fantasy. Um, I'm old enough that the TSR books were around when I was in junior high. Mm-hmm. So a number of people were walking around with these are the pretty much the original widely known right. D&D books. I did not own one. I, I'm, I'm a super geeky person, so it wasn't... There's no shame to me in being d and I'm a professional software developer, so I shame most people in terms of... <laughs> I've had geeks look down on me and say, boy, that's weird. Um, but so, so I, was, I was well aware of D&D, but I had never officially played mm-hmm. the video game part. So I was the kind of kid that made you know, 10 or 20 bucks mowing lawns. I probably spent 10 at the arcade when you still had to put quarters into machines. So. Right. I was super excited about video games. Aladdin's Castle in Galesburg. Oh, beautiful place. (laughs) A little tear goes down to my eye thinking about it. Um, You know, that that goes to home games like consoles. So Dan had an Atari. We played board games together, and when you lost, you had to go play the Atari, um, (laughs) which was was kind of fun, actually. Uh, Good consolation prize. Yeah, sometimes you go out in a a blaze of glory and risk, so you you want to take out as many of your friends as you can and then go play Atari. But but so, yeah, so I fell in love with video games, which is getting to the D&D part. But um, there's not an insane crossover between D&D and... There is, but I I, honestly, that wasn't intriguing to me. I love fantasy and and the, the universe that you can dream up, but... Um, I had never played D&D until uh, an ill-fated D&D encounter that Dan was uh, aware of and involved in when we were in high school. Uh, one of our good friends, who we will all know, will leave his name out. Um, he, he actually did a good thing, and, and uh, a, a couple people in our school were very aware of D&D, were really involved, were playing. We were mostly on the outside of that group, and so our friend decided to to kind of take a bullet for the team and, and try to lead us on a campaign. It was right? out of the blue. I don't even remember. Yeah. I remember sitting at the dining room table at his house. Yeah, because we hung out there fairly often. But I don't yeah. remember the invitation. All the, My first memory is we're playing D&D. Yeah, I, I've, it's been a long time, and I don't recall either. But I remember it wasn't a lot of setup. I don't recall creating or rolling characters. If we did, I don't remember I, we probably did. I'm just I can glossing out, over. I it. can out nerd you here. Okay. I actually, I actually drew oh. figures. Oh yeah, that does out nerd me. You win and yeah. cut them out and put them on little stands. 
so we could organize them. Yeah. So we must have played at least twice because it's true. I painted a character that was a. Uh, it was the small Star Wars figures. I had one, and I was obsessed <laughs> with Pink Floyd, so for reasons unclear, he was wearing a jacket that said The Wall. It's, it's a time thing if you're not familiar with the album. But And, yeah, so my figure, my figures got swept away for Star Trek figures that we used yeah. to position when we yes, had battles. Yes, mistakes were made in, in the positioning <laughs> of characters, but... Uh, uh, yeah, so so we, we played the game. I, I remember dimly a couple parts... Uh, mostly, I think a set of us died, and our our game master said we could, some set of us could be revived if we, if we prayed to the god. And so I think he had to make up the name of the god, and it ended up being Buffy, right? Is that no, Biff? Biff, uh, Biff okay. and Buffy, there were two gods. Oh well, there, you, of course. That. <laughs> so the sands of time are rough at this stage <laughs> of life. We just uh, did some pantheism and just combined them. <laughs> they're all they're faces of the same. Yes, yes, that's just a common thing. Yes. Um, but did yeah, you, do you remember enjoying playing, or was it kind of um, just weird? No, it wasn't weird. I just felt like I I didn't engage with it. Like I I, I understood their characters, and I was listening and trying to imagine like I'm reading a novel, the world that we're in, and, and no fault of, of our friend, it, it just wasn't super. It didn't stick with me, and I suspect that's on me, not on him. I kind of was that way about most things, so <laughs> it's, at least I'm consistent. School wasn't a thing that I paid a lot of attention to either. So uh, so kind of as a tangent, yeah. would you say then that, this sounds like a diss on video games, I don't mean like this, because no, I think they've changed no. a lot, but no, I don't even want to say it, I just want to ask, what yeah. what grabbed you more than about video games? What, what made it easier uh, yeah. to... Well, I think I knew I was a, a technical geek. Like, I just, I knew what I wanted to do in high school. I, I really did. I was interested in two things. I was interested in music and in computers. So I was lucky enough to be born in the era where my term paper was written on a computer. I There was a little abandoned Mac in the corner that wasn't loved enough, and that set my lifelong journey as an Apple fanboy that will irritate everyone that I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I like the, the mystique of the technology was more interesting to me than the theater of the mind. Theater okay. of the mind is a harder thing. And I, honestly, I was a not a super mature person at the time. So uh, theater of the mind takes a little more discipline. You, you have to uh, embrace the story somebody's telling. And then I, this isn't a shameless compliment to Dan, but we were blessed with Dan being a, a game master because you're an author and, and you'll create story arcs and, and we've had three or four other game masters in our dads and, and kids group mm -hmm. and they've all done great and, and yeah. it's because they've they've gotten to the story so now I think it's it's hard to get into a story as a group that's just not something you do except maybe campfire stories right well and I think you know you, you end with that and I think that's something that I've kind of come to notice that Essentially, if I'm going to explain D and D to someone who has no idea about uh -huh. it, I just tell them it's group storytelling. Yes, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Or you're writing, you know. Another way to say it is you're. It's it's like you are working to write a movie script. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. So that that is quite yeah. different from most other games. Yeah, and I don't know if I can add links to your podcast, but there's a, a game that I was super obsessed with. It was a Dungeons and Dragons game. It's called Treasure of Tarmans. It's on an Intellivision, very primitive oh, system. Wow. But you can go very simple, uh, you know, straight left, right maze. It has things you find. It had magical elements. It had a boss, which was a minotaur. Um, so oh, that sounds I, really vaguely familiar. Uh, well, you might not have played it, but I bet I, I didn't spend time on all games. Some games are hard, but that one you you have to sort of finish. And 
I spent lots of time playing, and it was totally D and D. It was D and D named, but it was books, spells, you know, weapons. Uh, so it's interesting. I was super into that. I could have played that for lots of hours, but I didn't engage to your reluctance um, until later, which is the story arc, right? You so you had, you were an television kid, oh, hardcore. Oh golly, yeah. <laughs> the neighbors had Intellivision, so I I was familiar yeah. with it. Yeah, but they didn't have like the little. It had an odd little disc circular disc, which to... yeah, and they they were actually kind of famous for their sports games, which I was not into. Some of our friends were. I still not an interest of mine, but uh, I liked auto racing. But honestly, the, it's interesting now. I'm doing this live. Uh, that was one of my all time favorite games was the D and D game, and now I'm post processing that. But we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll that's move. what that's what it's here for. <laughs> you you'd mentioned something about this gets work like therapy. So. It will yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> Okay, so let's let's go ahead and jump into then because it, even the dads and kids one it, it took for my perspective yeah, as the DM, yep, yep. you know, knowing you as I do, you can read my face fairly it, clearly, yes. And and what what I gathered, accurate or not, my mm-hmm. impression was you were you were definitely making a good faith effort with oh, yeah. this. Yep, yep. It meant a lot to you that it was dads and kids. Mm-hmm. And well, and it was my friends, Dan is, and the mm-hmm. people were playing with their. Some of my dearest friends on the planet. I the the part I should say is is we're leading into this. I Dan invited me to play Dungeons and Dragons with your groups that you have. You've got multiple mm-hmm. groups. I swear, I really thought you were kidding. I I, I, <laughs> I didn't know you were were one personally that excited about it, but two that you wanted me to play, which is a compliment. But I didn't read that correctly. I I really wasn't clear. And and I if I'd done that, it would have been totally different. It would have been people I don't know, which might have been good or bad. You know, I don't know. I've met a lot of your, a couple of your other groups, and they look like they'd be a blast. I'd be lucky to play with them. But that would add one more element of difficulty. It, it know, would. So well, and and I'll, I think this is maybe related. So the, the the video game versus D and D game, and we'll get into the reluctance. The one, the best thing I like about video games is there's there's no score. Like we play a lot of board games, and we Dan and I and our friends would play board games a lot. The best thing about video games is they automatically score. <laughs> so as you're playing a game, you have a health bar that is just like the thing that we're you know erasing frantically. If you're playing paper, <laughs> I did switch to computer behind D and D fairly fast, but you never have to sit and think about it. And so there's a part of my brain as a software developer that I don't like mundane, repetitive tasks. And my purpose in the universe is to automate those. <laughs> and so uh, most of the, I think every D&D person I've met that gets past a certain level of hardcore D&D r- loves dice. They love the rolling sound. I, I kind of hate it. I don't enjoy it. I hit a little button. <laughs> that it, is heresy. Yes. Yes, I know. I'm aware... <laughs> My own children, my son would say the same. Uh, I, I bought a couple sets of dice. I enjoy them, but boy, I don't get into. Tell you, it. this is therapy, though. This is a okay. confession. This is something I did not know, folks. <laughs> I could not understand why I had to work so hard to get you uh-huh. to roll physical dice. Oh, I just don't enjoy it. So well, it's such a nice computer problem. We're really good at math on the computer. <laughs> we don't mess that up much. But look but. at these gorgeous things. How uh, could you? For the not? record, the artistry is amazing. Um, <laughs> But well, and, and making the this is my other thing. I making the character using Beyond D and should have done. Dan gave some advice when we were playing, but I I did not totally understand how to roll a character. I think I could do it now without a computer, but I used the software that was given, which is designed around somebody that knows how to do it on paper, right? right. And it's just an aid to help you do it. 
I thought naively that it would walk me through the steps. It does not. <laughs> and I made a couple really stupid mistakes well, now, but I, what was it? Do you recall? I had yes, some super I, overpowered thing you might remember. I, I didn't felt know. bad. I was relatively new still, and I just said, roll up character. And forgetting, forgetting that I had had Tom there to take me through the process. So Tom, I, I didn't actually know that. So Tom yes. was your guide? Yes. To, okay, this makes sense. And okay. so, but I just had you guys do it. We're yes. adults. We should have been able to do it. But <laughs> I thought the freaking software would do a lot more than it so, did. So, yes, I think you took every type of armor and just did. added it all up. And, and I shield. turned encumbrance off because I knew what that was, ironically. And I said, oh, no, we're not going to play with that. <laughs> if it's a choice, no. Um, so, you had it. Yeah, we were, we were most of the way through. I think it might have even been the second session. Yes, yes. That all of a sudden I was like, what's your AC? And you uh -huh. said 22 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't recall. I have the sheet. We can and look I, this up later. But yeah. <laughs> and we all just turned and stared at you. And I felt so bad because it suddenly clicked. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that... Something just got overlooked. <laughs> you know. And the expectation was it should have been much higher. Or that no, was too that high? that was way too high. Okay. Yes, for a, to, to this day still. I, yeah. I couldn't guess. I'd have to look <laughs> it up. Uh, so that that was... And I felt bad because I even then yeah. I knew you were a little ambivalent. A little bit. Well, and, and you knew I cheated at war. We covered that. <laughs> but this was not my intention. <laughs> no. I, I, I'm putting I my like, hand on Dan's keyboard. I really <laughs> did not mean to cheat. But I definitely ended up overpowering, which I, again, didn't know. And so that, but at that point, I was just thinking, how can I make you not hate this game right now? Because well, okay, <laughs> and to cover the other ground while we have a moment, I, I think my, my characters, I, I had a, an idea for naming them. It's related to Rush, the uh, Canadian progressive rock band. But my first character, and I think it was our first campaign, Dan can correct, I was brash. I didn't know how to play. I, I didn't understand the risk in the game scenario and I, I it was something with a bridge and spiders and I think Dan's hint to us was don't touch the threads or you'll awaken the community of spiders. I don't know exactly what I did. It was probably really dumb and uh, <laughs> I was downed, which was totally normal. That's totally rational. I happened to roll a one <laughs> and I think it might've been my second. So for those of you familiar, the first one isn't so bad. But you're in trouble. The one at the end means you're dead, dead. And these are level ones or twos, right? We didn't have any way to revivify or no, I know the rules, but... Yes, that was just kind of a shock or a surprise. It, you actually seemed really taken aback. I do remember that. And I, I wasn't offended. I wasn't in love with the character. I just got him, right? But I also wasn't sure how to process that. Like, yeah. I, I, I did something dumb. I, I didn't understand my character's limits. Hell, that was the, the buffed one, maybe, too. So, <laughs> well, I think we had sort of retconned and said, okay. Yeah. So if I stay buffed, off. it would have been fine. <laughs> um. That was, I think, I, re, I don't remember it too precisely, but I do remember thinking, well, at least now he can go through the process well, again. Yeah. And, 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 you know, later on, we've, we've I can't imagine how many sessions we've played. Hundreds, I think. I'm not exaggerating. Probably is. Yes, I think it is now. Um, and that's only once a month, folks, because yeah, we don't get to play weekly. No, no, <laughs> no, right. But but I think that was kind of important in a positive way. It might not seem like at the time, but we're, we're to the point now where we'll enter a scenario and Dan, being a responsible game master, will say there is the threat of uh, perma 
doubt than this. You could be pushed well past your your hit points negative. And and we've had a couple really close calls that we did lawyer, but I would say not cheated the system to keep a couple characters with us. One was a straight up gimme, but we won't get into that. That's a future episode. It wasn't me. It was another person in our. Party, well, but, that is yeah. that is part of, yeah, part of our dads and kids group is knowing which ones. I mean, it needs to be fun for everybody. Yes, and and I think we've done it from my perspective, which could be different. I feel like we've done that well. My my my, my son's really into it. All of our our respective dads and their kids. I I think everybody's having a good time. We're all good at different parts. We've got a couple of good note takers. We've got a couple of planners. Yeah. Um. And and we've over talked everything as a party, but that's okay. <laughs> that's We're verbal people. Well. Uh, yeah, and as as you're saying this, it occurs to me there were plenty of off ramps for people if they wanted to. Oh no, and no, we all stuck with it. No, so there, then there was actually really good ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, tell me then what this is kind of a a, a ball of questions more than just one, fine. but I'm curious to know like what changed for you or how it changed to make it more. You, you seem to settle in and lock in. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm wondering if you feel that way, and if so, if you could put your finger on what, no, what I, changed for you. Yeah, I, I didn't prep any of this, but I, thinking about it live, I, I actually <laughs> think COVID probably helped hmm. because it forced us. To, and it's not the personal contact that's the problem, but I get to sit at a computer again, my happy place. <laughs> and I have my beautiful little map. We're using Roll20, mm-hmm. which uh, we everybody spent some time. We've got some beautiful things. And and. A number of our game masters make beautiful actual 3D models and, and, and sculptures. And, you know, so there's a lot of that aspect to the art of it. But when we had to go to the computer because we're all COVID, have to not be wearing masks, but staying home, that actually made me happy. I enjoyed that. I did the fake dice. I like typing in slash roll 20 plus six <laughs> rather than doing the two things. I don't know why. I, I really don't. Maybe that is Dr. Phil needs to help. But I, I really like the computer part. And we, we had cameras most of the time. Roll 20's cameras aren't super awesome for the yeah. free, free tier at least. But yeah, I, I think that actually made me engage. And I, I think it was because we were always in theater of the mind, but now, well, we kind of have to. Roll 20 gives you X and Y to your thing, but right. it doesn't explain that it's a damp, you know, uh, cave and there's some sort of a creature that you see in the distance and that has nothing to do with the thing that just, you know, attacks you from the other side and beautiful imagery and everything happened. And I maybe that's when I first felt like it was the group story. So, yeah, so kind of building a lot then, so... What what engages you now? What what's enjoyable about yeah? I, I right played now? A, a different classes. The the one I I'm not playing much of right now, but I enjoyed the most was the rogue because you just your character is a jerk. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe I didn't play a, an evil rogue, but you just get to be basically malicious and stay in character. And, yeah. and a couple times, I, I think I felt like this was a positive. I did something that really offended someone in the party, and you as my game master said, but that was perfect in character. Like, <laughs> I, not necessarily stealing and all the obvious rogue things, but... You were very detached. It was very much a... Why well, I don't care if they... I mean, if they live, that's fine, but I don't care if they don't. Well, I, I got that Band-Aid pulled off pretty fast, and I've got a naming <laughs> scheme, you know, at least for the next three characters already ready, but... Uh, I do run out of rush. I did not use Neil Pert. If you're a fan, uh, that seemed 
a little too soon. He had recently <laughs> passed in real life, so I've, I've worked around that. Yeah, but that that wouldn't have worked too well. No, didn't want to put his wrong. name in danger there. In the no, although he's a very high high fantasy reader there. So what what sort of things? How just within a game session then? Uh huh. You're not as you said. You're not playing rogue now. You've got. A... I'm mostly barbarians. The thing I'm not is a caster. Back to my love of the complexity of the game, not so much. <laughs> I, or a fighter. I, I've greatly enjoyed watching a game where Dan is playing, not a game master where he's a fighter. It's amazing. And I know you're playing the character straight up, but the number of like second wins and extra points and uh, <laughs> what's the sword uh, when you return it to somebody, you stab them and they miss. and Oh, the repost. repost. Yeah. I, I, he's done more damage with his repost than my direct attacks sometimes. <laughs> but... Uh, but I, I I will have to play a caster just as a life journey. But I, I the computer, if it were to do its job, as I would expect, this should be fairly easy. I haven't gotten the impression that's how it works. <laughs> and so I'm trying to have the computer help me, and maybe it would. But I haven't tried it yet. So. I'm with you. I, I, I tried a caster in our friend Jared. His son, Scott, mm-hmm. is in mm-hmm. our... He's a young man. He's an adult. Yes. But he is, his... When he runs our dads and kids group, mm-hmm. I did play a caster, but I chose sorcerer, which to my mind is the easiest. Yeah, I, I can't of even the ones. rate them. I've just avoided him. I'll have to I, do one. I know, and again, this is this is embarrassing for me as a D and D podcaster. I'm not super clear on how all of them work either. I know that for mm-hmm. cleric and wizard, you yeah. can swap spells. We've out. had some awesome cleric characters that are just amazing. Healers, fighters, mm-hmm. just very, very strong. But I, yeah, I'm like you. I'm like you. I don't, that's not something that interests me. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I do need to try playing a cleric or something at some yeah. point. We'll, we'll do that on purpose it. sometime. Have everybody yeah. do the thing they haven't done. Oh, but that's I, a good, that's a good, yeah. We could try that. That would be cool. Well, you have to kill us all off. Notice, <laughs> notice the difference in perception. <laughs> Killing off versus me rolling poorly. It's totally, no. Well, I've enjoyed playing alongside you with our, and again, we didn't talk before we no. created this one set of characters, and so you do have no. a barbarian, a turtle barbarian, Yes. and I have a triton fighter. Yeah, so we so work freshwater, saltwater. Yes, but we we've used water a couple times. Yeah. And it's yeah, and it's been fun to just be the damage sponges for the group. <laughs> I like I kind of like not having to think as much. I, I don't know if it was you or, or Jay, but I did get a gift that allows me to go down, and I get an automatic revivify if I can afford the diamond. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I with, I, yeah. I suspected I was being manipulated. These are my friends, and I know when this is <laughs> happening. But I, I'm I'm not a totally reluctant barbarian, but I'm not an excellent barbarian. Well, but I've worked on it. Yeah. That's well. That's and again, I couldn't tell. I I felt like part of what was fun is in game. My fighter would sort of pull your barbarian. Well, you would remind say, me, hey, are you raging? Because <laughs> I do tend to forget that. I need some kind of like an on sign, like that's, we're recording. That's your raging barbarian. Yeah. But yeah. just even to say, hey, I'm going to do this. What are you going to do? We need to protect these people. Let's go. Yeah. And I like the <clears throat> simplicity of what happens, happens. I can't yeah. be thinking about, oh, I might die. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm over that now. Um, well, and, and I played a bard, and I'm in our group of people. Everybody's got their role to play. I'm closer to a bard in reality, mm-hmm. trying to make people laugh in uncomfortable ways <laughs> that we won't dwell on. <laughs> but uh, I think that in one of our first campaigns, you and other or other friends said, you, you might be a good bard. Well, 
frankly, I, I, bards aren't a real common thing in Tolkien stories. I mean, that, that's uh, a, yeah, you're right. That's a side thing, and so I didn't understand how powerful a bard can be until some of the non-player character bards kind of taught me what a bards are pretty badass at a certain yeah. level. But I didn't know that, and yes. my my crowning achievement, I think, was about at the end of that sessions was. I think I was able to actually cast some illusions, put some people to sleep. You know, we reached the level where bards are pretty impressive. But yeah. I kind of had to have it modeled for me. Oh, by so you've a, played a caster now, then? Oh, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yes, it's actually, but it's called it in sort of. The I don't lingo. know the rules. Yeah, it's called know. well among the the fandom, a bard is considered like a half caster. Well, that does make sense, and and I didn't hate it, but I did have to have yeah, crap. I did play a caster. <laughs> so much for my story. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I was the same way. I'm, yeah. I've played a bard, and I, I enjoy it, but I wouldn't count it as that because you don't. The difference with the bard is pretty much once you pick your spells, yeah. that's what you have. You don't yeah, have to think your about. Illusion. I remember all the choices you have to make, but but, but then it's done. Whereas yeah. with some of the others. You can go back and swap out, and that yeah. gets to be kind of yeah. complicated. Because then you have to predict what do I think is coming. Oh, that's hard. And I would, yeah, I don't. But enjoy it's probably that. easier than other casters, right? I, I know oftentimes because I don't play them. Our our party, somebody will always say, "That's the spell that I need," and I just I just put that one away last night. Yes. over our rest in the game to yeah. yeah and so. saying Jared and Scott enjoy that. They do. Yeah, well, they have they have cards. They, they they plan this out in 50 different scenarios yet for us to play. But, yeah, I think they, they really, really enjoy that part. And I, I don't hate it, but it doesn't get me jazzed up. How do you feel about the the social, the role-play aspect of the game now? Yeah, that took a little while. And, and I think the hardest part was I, Theater of the Mind, that became good. I have great storytellers that are cast, or casting. Well, that's stuck in my head now. Um <laughs> They're painting a beautiful uh, backstory. You know, you feel like you're there, which mm -hmm. is the goal. I think it was video games don't have this. I don't have to play as a character. I'm just against a boss. Or ironically, the games I play now are all factory games. I'm playing against myself. It's like everyone has a level of OCD in my line of work. Everybody has it. <laughs> the games I play now are just about organizing things. They're called factory games. If you're not a video gamer, we'll just stop talking about it. But... <laughs> I think the thing about this is I'm playing against a numeric system. And in D&D &D you are too, but it's it's supposed to be abstracted behind the scenes. In the other one, it's just straight up... It's not spreadsheets, but some people play these games that way. Where on your other monitor, you're playing a game, they're, they're doing a spreadsheet of how many elements oh per second are being created. And that feeds into a different machine that needs 0.5 of those elements per second. <laughs> oh, no. And it, it sounds mind-numbingly boring to people that want to play <laughs> fighters and shooters, but I, I love them. But... Uh, maybe in the D&D &D world, it was just staying in character. And I, I think at one point, I, I can't think of a specific example, but the, the ability to stay in character is a function of the story. And even if you're confused and you don't know exactly what to do, staying in character is the hard part. And I, I think a couple times, uh, these are all teachers, if anyone's teachers in the dungeon, I guess everyone knows that, but <laughs> the, the giving praise is, is important, right? And mm -hmm. so it did work to say, um, the I don't even know if the session went especially well, but we stayed in character. And I mm -hmm. think that was the compliment. And it was it was sincere. We really did. I think everybody felt like that was true. I don't think we achieved our goal, and I think something might have really gone sideways. <laughs> but we stayed in character, and I, that's kind of where I bought in, I think. Like, 
I think that's a perfect example of a successful session. It is. And, and, and I, I've listened enough to your podcast. I know I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to maybe be a game master at some point. But um, I've watched a couple people. I've played enough now. I, I think that would be success, right? Um, I think that's the hard, that's been one of the hardest things for me to learn as a player and a DM, that dice rolls that fail are just as much a part of the story and can Ooh, be yeah. even more yeah. entertaining. Yeah. You know, describing what happens when you fail to jump across the river. Uh-huh. And, yeah, or you know. slide down a hill. We, we've had a lot of trouble with <laughs> elevations and trying to go upstairs. Uh, yes, our, all of our games have had that theme. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed watching in our, in our current adventure, you are playing the half-brother of my daughter Kate's yeah, character. Yes, this is fun. And, and watching that play off each other has been fun because <laughs> you're a half-orc and she's a tiefling. Uh, yes, I'm a gigantic character, which I do enjoy. Um, I'm not a small man in life either. But 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 uh, Kate's character is, 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 you know, climbing on my back, and this would be totally normal in the game. So, yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. She's g- a gymnastic, acrobatic, so she's generally giving a flourish, I think, when she's doing everything. So it, it adds a lot to the story. I like that one, too. Well, we were siblings in one. Dan and I were both uh, tabaxi. Oh, yeah, we yeah. were tabaxi. I forgot about that yeah. one. That so one was we really were, fun. We were litter mates. Yeah, that, we were having fun. I don't know if the rest of the party was. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think so. Well, I'm going to, it doesn't matter. They should have been because we were we It's were on them if they weren't having <laughs> We were fabulous. We were so entertaining. We were yeah, ab fab. Yes. That's, I was, that, I, I'm glad you brought that That was that your out. idea. Well, I, I think we ended up wanting something similar, but I think that was Smoky your Smoky and Flame yes, Caldera. Yes. Yeah. Those, those, those are good names. I, I Again, I don't know if that was yours or mine, but I, I really like that. I do remember the scene that sort of sealed the deal for me was I was trying to play it up and just randomly, you know, taking swipes with my paw like cats do. They are tent. Yes, and, and, and then we were exploring somewhere and there were, you asked, are there, are there little miniatures or tchotchkes on the, on yeah. the, on the walls there, on on the shelves, and and the DM said, "Yeah, there are." And so you said, "I I stare at Dan, <laughs> I knock one off." Like <laughs> that was such a cat thing to do. It was perfect. Yes. <laughs> Ironic. I have dogs in life, but, but yes, I've seen cats actually do that. I've... So I felt like, yeah, that that I'd forgotten all about that. I think that is an important chapter in it is. the role playing because yes. tabaxi are fun to oh, play. I have no doubt that's exactly what would happen. We raced a couple times. We, we trash talked <laughs> the a zoomies. lot. Yes. <laughs> well, I think we've worked through most of the the major games that we've played. Yeah, we've we've had at least we've had four or five campaigns total, right? Yeah. Just yeah. kind of jumping from DM to DM within our groups. Yeah, we've had four game masters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've done it. Jay, yep. Scott, and then yeah. Kate. And and all the games have been awesome. I don't just say that. I, I really mean it. They were different. They were unique. And that, I, I said I haven't done it yet, but I'm aspiring to do it because I've gotten to see some great games from every one of our game masters. And I've got different ideas. I want to do something somewhat unique, but... Uh, the game tends to make you think in character, and that's my goal if I'm able to do this game. Yes. Future discussion. But. So Rob has, yes, Rob, to, to close out, I'll just sort of, Rob has achieved something that none of the rest of us in the dad's, dad's group could have achieved. We had talked for a long time, off and on, you yes. know, is your wife, no, she didn't really like doing no. that. Yours, no, yours, no, yours, Really no. unlikely. And, and, and my wife, is, is so supportive of it all. She loves that we do that. She likes to sip stairs and hear us laugh. She enjoys that. 
but any mention of participation, absolutely not. <laughs> but Jared and I were talking, and we said, I bet you anything if Rob asks, they'll all say yes. And that is exactly what happened. I didn't trap them. You didn't. I... You just said, hey, I'm thinking to do this. Would you be interested? And they all just kind of shrugged and said, okay. I think they <laughs> they all immediately had some form of remorse. Like, <laughs> I, I know I made a mistake. Uh, but, but yeah, scheduling our group is challenging. And so I, we need to try to get it done this by the end of the year. We might have to do it over holidays or something. Yeah. But from this exercise, may we figure out how to best help get the characters going. And I have no doubt there will be some phenomenal role play if we're able to achieve that. Oh, I think so. I could see them, each of those women, <laughs> being either very warm and kind or absolutely dead-eyed killer. I, I know <laughs> of one instance it was sort of like that uh, in, in our family group so yes I think that could be true so well when it happens I think I'll have you back on yeah we'll have, we'll have a play-by-play -play. maybe we'll have a, a voice of reason one of the uh, participants could tell us how it goes I think I think there are many many of our listeners that uh, that do have family games but yeah. this will be the first time and so we'll have a session on D&D &D and moms yeah because we've covered uh, dads and, and children so that's all that's left well so. we could do spouse games we could do and, well this is what's going to be pretty it'll, much it'll so. go that way yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so all right so we're about out of time so rob thank you so much for taking the time and bearing your soul i've learned a lot Dan, i can <laughs> say i got a free diet due and uh, really that's all it takes uh, oh this is, well, I was I was like forty percent sure this was an intervention of some kind, so I'm kind of glad it didn't turn out that way. I've got a letter here. I need yeah, to read you. crippling and addiction to something. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, hope you enjoyed this. This was a whole lot of fun to record. Hopefully, that came across. Tom will be back, bigger and better than ever. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I will not use his. I didn't think of. Uh, your phrase a sign off i still have not i, I, I listened to the show last night, so yeah I, I wasn't sure if you had one i, I don't I, sorry um until next time folks uh do something dangerous or awesome. in game okay okay there you go good caveat in game in game yes. do something dangerous asterisk yes all right as always if you've got uh, i should have said this first yes. as always we love hearing from you, Teachers in the Dungeon, on Instagram and Facebook, at Dungeon Teachers on Twitter, and Teachers in the Dungeon at gmail.com. I don't know why Tom can never say that, because it just, I've got it down. But that's about all I can say. The editing is usually extensive when I'm doing too much talking. But anyway, all right. That wraps up today's session. So thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.